0: Welcome to the Fear Boss Show, a show created to help you become the bravest, boldest, and most badass version of yourself yet. Now, this show is allergic to basic. It's a show that loves real talk. It's a show that will help you slay self-doubt, and it's a show designed to help you check yourself before you wreck yourself. I'm your host, Judy Holler, best-selling author, keynote speaker, improv theater junkie, and a hip-hop-loving entrepreneur. It's kind of like this. If Amy Poehler and Dr. Dre had a baby, uh, that would basically be me. I am obsessed with helping you smash comfort zones and experiment with your fears so you can get more freedom in your life personally and professionally. This podcast is going to help you do just that. So are you ready? Let's get this fear party started. You are listening to The Fear Boss Show, episode 38. This episode may contain some adult content and language, so please take care while listening. Hi, Fear Boss. Welcome back to your show, The Fear Boss Show. This is a show obsessed with helping you smash comfort zones and experiment with your fears so you can be just a little bit braver than you were yesterday. And yo, I am so excited to be back with you this week. And this week, we're talking about one of my favorite things. We are. We are doing it. And no, it's not Snoop Doggy Dog, even though that's one of my favorite things. We're talking about mornings, mornings, morning rituals, and the high-performance Habits that will keep you killing the game. And let me tell you something. I am obsessed with mornings, and it's not necessarily that I'm a morning person or an early bird. I I really think this is something I've had to train myself to do over the years. But here's the deal I've come to realize that owning your mornings owning your mornings is one of the fastest ways to success. And there are so many reasons why Fear Boss, not only according to me and my personal experience with owning my mornings, but also according to science. So today I'm going to make this episode all about the morning routine and share my game-changing, behind-the-scenes rituals, secrets, and habits that keep me brave and keep me performing at high levels, even when I'm frustrated, scared, behind, or in the middle of a freaking pandemic. So here's the deal. We're going to talk about a lot today. I'm going to cover some things. So don't worry. I'm going to link up to everything and all the things in the show notes in case you're not at a laptop or a computer to take notes, or in case you're not sitting down with a notebook. There's going to be so many goodies in this episode. So buckle up, Fear Boss. This one's going to be juicy. But first, let me shout out our Fear Boss of the week. And that is Miss. Autumn Kincaid. Autumn, thank you so much for your awesome iTunes review. She titled it Yes And, which is two of my favorite words from the improv theater. So you had me at Yes And, Autumn. But she goes on to write this. She says, short story. I was going through a rut after I had our second child. And I woke up one day and decided I was done with the pity party. And that very same day, your book popped up on my Amazon suggestions. Oh my God. Thank you, Amazon. Hands down, she says, it was the best purchase I've made in a while. All this to say, thank you. And I appreciate you for reminding me I am a fear boss. Oh, Autumn, this is amazing. I am so proud of you and I am so glad you're here. And because you left that beautiful review, I am saying yes to you and you're going to get a fear boss swag bag in the mail. So make sure you jump onto my DMs on Instagram at Judy Holler or send me an email at hello at judyholler.com with your best mailing address and we'll get it right out to you. If you want to be our next Fear Boss of the Week, all you got to do is jump into iTunes and leave us a podcast review. Every review matters so, so much. So if you're loving this podcast, getting any value at all, drop into iTunes and leave us a quick review. I also want to shout out this episode's sponsor, which is the Fear Boss Project workbook. Yo, I have got a brand new workbook out. It's called the Fear Boss Project, and it's available right now on Amazon. You guys, this workbook is something I have been dreaming of creating for you and am so pumped it's finally here. This workbook is a tool you can use at work with your team to lead and have brave discussions. The ideas can maybe even spark some sales meeting ideas. And you can most certainly use this workbook in your book club. The pages of this workbook are filled with powerful questions, playful activities, thought-provoking chapters, and lifestyle tips. It's going to lead you on a journey of self-discovery that will help you experiment with fear and, of course, smash those comfort zones. There's a color version and a black and white white version. So pick your pleasure and your price point. Also, the color version is really fun, really pretty, and it's absolutely Instagram worthy. So as you use the workbook, make sure you take photos, tag me on Instagram. I love hearing from you. And most importantly, I love seeing which pages of the workbook resonate with you and touch your heart the most. Okay, fear boss, morning rituals, morning routines, and morning habits, let's go, all of it is so important. Personally, I find that when you own your morning, you own your day. And when you own your days, guess what happens? You own your life. So by taking the first 60 minutes of your day to check in with yourself, yourself before you check in with the rest of the world is critical. If you want to perform at high levels and if you want to actually achieve your goals. But, but most of us don't do this. We wake up and reach for our phones because it's charged by your bed. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. And you jump right into Instagram or your email and this fear boss, this is why you are overwhelmed, exhausted, irritable, and stressed out because you wake up either comparing yourself to others or you wake up chasing around other people's priorities, which is all email is, by the way, other people's to-do list, other people's agendas. The number one goal in owning your morning, for me, is to go inward. Before I go outward, to check in with myself and my priorities before I go take care of the rest of the world. Now, listen, am I perfect at this? Hell no. Are there some mornings I miss my routine? Hell yes. But most days, Fear Boss, most days, 90% of the time, I am making this commitment to myself, especially. Monday through Friday. Now, maybe your work week looks a little bit different. You got to do you, but I'm telling you right now for your boss, if you want to make immediate and lasting change, if you want to feel better, if you want to be happier, if you want more control in your life, if you want to finally turn your dreams into reality, you got to own your morning period. All right, Fear Boss, now let's bring in some science to back up this swagger, okay? Number one, did you know that you only have 25,000 mornings in your adult life if you're lucky enough to get all 25,000 of those mornings? So why waste them? Number two, research shows that your cortisol levels are naturally higher for the first one to two hours after you wake up and higher cortisol levels increase your alertness. This means that you are the most high vibe for your boss in those first two hours of the day. So you might as well make good use of it. Number three, there's a sleep medicine physician, Christopher Winter, that says every time you wake up hit snooze, and then roll back over, you enter a freaking brand new sleep cycle. And the extra sleep you do get from snoozing is light and fragmented, which actually leaves you more tired. So you might as well just get your ass up. Number four, research also shows that stress especially early in the morning, is detrimental to your productivity and overall well-being. It makes it almost impossible to fully focus on the day's tasks, which leaves you emotionally weary. This is why Fear Boss looking at email and social media first thing in the morning leaves you exhausted and stressed out and irritable and crabby and all the things. Okay, so if you're over there screaming, hell yes, Judy, tell me more. How do I get started? What can I do? Spill the beans, girl. I got you. Let's break down my morning routine and how I make my mornings work for me. Number one, first and foremost, it starts here. I do not sleep with my phone by my bed. I charge my phone across the room or in the bathroom, and I do not sleep with my phone by my bed, okay? This is number one because it lessens the risk of you reaching for it at night and going down the Instagram rabbit hole or taking a peek at your email before bed, which would get you stressed out. And it removes the distraction in the morning of you reaching for your phone and going right for your technology. So I set my alarm on my phone, absolutely. And I do touch my phone when I get up, but I have to get up and walk across the room to turn off the phone. But I have disciplined myself enough to put it down. So I am not charging my phone by the bed. That's number one. Number two, I do not look at social media until after 9 a.m. Now I may go on and make a post or queue up some marketing for the day, but I do not scroll or do any sort of engagement until after 9 a.m. This requires some discipline, but it's a game changer. I also number three: don't look at my email until after 8 a.m. Now, most days I don't look at email. I mean, prepare your hearts. I don't work. Look at my email most days until noon. <laughs> uh, I built up to this. It started by waiting until eight, and then I pushed a nine, and then I pushed the ten. But most days, ninety eh, percent of the time, I'm not email until noon. I am getting my most creative, productive work done in the mornings, and then I go take care of the tactics more on that later. This is what works for me in the role that I have as a creative entrepreneur. That said, mornings are when we're the most high vibes. So can you hit that pause button on email at least until you get to work, which is typically for most of us around 8 a.m.? So those are some things off the jump, three things, no phone by the bed, no social until after nine, no email until after eight. Uh, And then uh, from a morning routine perspective, I mean, I'm getting up, I am making my bed. Number one, I make my bed. There's a lot of science and research about this being a really big deal in itself. So I get up and I make my bed and I wash my face and do all those things. And then I immediately slam a water. I get some water in my system and... Get a coffee, so I get that caffeine and that water going kind of simultaneously. Once I've got the coffee in my hand, I walk into my office and I do a couple of things. I close the door, which means that I am in my zone. It says to the rest of the world here in my house that that means I'm writing and I'm not to be disturbed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. More on removing distractions and setting boundaries, and just a little bit. I immediately light a candle. I always have a cozy candle in my office, and I put on. Uh, a Spotify playlist. Usually it's classical music or jazz classics. I know I'm 85. Uh, But honestly, I just get some music that is more instrumental. I play it lightly and it just calms me and it sets the vibe. And honestly, my candle and my music have become triggers. It's like coffee, candle, music. Now it's time to get into that Judy zone where I start to get myself mentally prepared for my day. Okay. After all that has happened, I bust out my planners. So I work with two planners and I'm going to break these planners down in this episode and how I use them in just a moment. But the first thing I do is I open my high performance planner that was created by Brendan Burchard. He has a beautiful book, an important book called High Performance Habits. If you haven't read it, go read this book. And he's built a planner that is beautifully done and scientifically backed to To support the big ideas and the research in his book, High Performance Habits. Uh, But that's the first thing I do. I open my high performance planner and I review my day and set my intentions. Inside that On that daily page, I have a space to write my 10 I am power statements, which is something we're going to get into in just a minute, as well as three things I'm grateful for. While I'm working in my high performance planner, I do have my Volt Planner open side by side. Now, my Volt Planner is my sort of yearly strategic planner to make sure that my daily priorities are lining up with my big goals and that I'm taking action and not just dreaming. So when I'm using both of my planners and working in them to sort of line up my day and check in with those goals, you guys, I'm using uh, fun, colored, erasable markers and pens. And I'll link up in the show notes to my favorite erasable markers and pens. I use washi tape to make it really cute and pretty and stickers to make it fun and to really sort of prime my creativity muscle first thing in the morning. I mean, we don't play enough. And I think especially as we get older, we think, oh my God, stickers are so and people are going to make fun of me and judge me. But listen, this is you in your office, in your space. Be you. Have some fun with this. And if your planner and your journal and your safe space doesn't inspire you, what are you doing? Right? So I man, I catch a vibe. I get some stickers. uh, I get some markers. I have some fun with this and I'll link up to some of my favorites in the show notes. I got these new stickers. They are called fucking planner stickers, literally. Over 500 fucking stickers to get your shit under control. Yes, they are full of F-bombs and magic and they're so much fun. So I'll link up in the show notes. I'm obsessed with them. But I use stickers and pens and colored markers, all of them erasable because I'm always making mistakes or I may write something and not like my handwriting. But again, I'm making this really fun, something that I look forward to doing. And then once I've done the work in both of those planners, I get to work on my first project. Again, I usually create in the mornings when I'm the most high vibe. And then I leave my tactics, email, calls, meetings, all that stuff for the afternoon. That's it. That's the whole process. It usually takes about 60 minutes and I feel so damn good. Now we're going to break all this down in just a moment, but here's the thing. Maybe you start with 15 minutes, maybe you start with 20 minutes. Maybe you start with 30 minutes. The goal is for you to start thinking about setting your day off based on your intentions and not everyone else's. The goal is for you to check in with yourself before you check in with the rest of the world. Yes, email is important. And yo, I'm scheduling this by the way. I literally write when I'm checking email into my planner. I'm the one that says when it's time to go to my email, not my email bossing me around. Remember, I'm the boss, not my email. You're the boss, not your email. Yes, we need to be responsive. Yes, we need to talk to our clients. Yes, we need to respond to emails. I am not suggesting that you don't. But if you are sitting around with your email open all day, constantly responding to everybody else's priorities, you will always be last on your own list. So I am scheduling. Yeah, scheduling when I check emails every day. And listen, yes, it is important to help and take care of others, but again, how are you going to help anyone else if you aren't well enough or even able to? Because here's the deal. Nothing works. Nothing works if you don't work. So let's talk about the planners, the two planners I use, because there are a couple of important things about them that are going to set you up for success. Number one, the Vault planner. It's by a company called Ink and Volt. I'll link up in the show notes. And yo, I don't work for this company. I don't get paid to say this. I wish. Ink and Volt, call me. Let's go. Uh, But seriously, I don't work for this company. I am just a huge fan. So I have been using the Volt V-O-L-T planner for about four years. It's a game changer. And it's a goal-focused planner that takes your big yearly goals and breaks them down into 30-day windows and that it takes those 30-day windows and breaks them down into weekly chunks. So science shows us that when you take your big goals and break them down into 30-day windows, you fear, boss, will double your chances of achieving your goal. Personally, I have seen an 85 to 90% ROI, return on investment, on my dreams and my goals since I started using the Vault Planner. So I am beyond obsessed. I have seen it work. And since using this Vault Planner, I have brought so much to the finish line. I mean, you guys, I've done things like hire team members, grow my company, build a community, write and publish books, self-publish a workbook, started a podcast and so much more. So, here's a few things about this planner and how it works, specifically how I use it with my high performance planner, which we'll break down next. Okay, so as the Volt planner goes, the first thing I do in my Volt planner is I'm working with a new one for the year. By the way, there are dated and undated versions of the Volt planner. So, you could start using a Volt planner today, right? Or you can get the dated version and it starts January 1st. But on the front pages of this planner, the first thing I do, there are two pages that have like a two-year calendar on it. I don't necessarily need to use that. I'd rather have a mobile vision board, a mobile vision board that goes with me everywhere I go because when I travel, my Volt Planner is always with me. So I have a vision board here in my office that has all kinds of things I'm dreaming about, but I make one every year also for my Volt Planner and it goes with me everywhere. So when I'm on a plane or in a hotel or right before a keynote and if I'm feeling nervous or uninspired or whatever it may be, I can just flip open to that very first page of my Volt planner and see this beautiful, like laminated vision board that I've made for myself. And I just take big pieces of plastic tape clear tape. And I taped down all the magazine pictures that I've put together and all the things on the vision board to make it look laminated and to keep it safe. But I just love that visual and it comes with me everywhere. So that's number one. Then you go into the very front of the planner and it challenges you to set a theme for the year. Um, it, Asks you to write out your big goals for the year. And I usually make a list for personal and professional goals to kind of keep them separate. Like here's what I'm chasing personally and here's what I'm chasing professionally. They do work together, right? Because work is life and life is work. So I think they need to be in the same planner. I just like to separate them with a column down the middle so that I kind of know what I'm chasing for the business and what I'm chasing for Judy Holler, the human being. There is also room to answer some really beautiful strategic questions like, what should you stop doing this year? What should you start doing? What do you want to improve on this year? And if this year went perfectly, what would it look like? And you know what? I'm going to pause right here because this is why the Volt Planner kicks ass. This year did not go perfectly because we are in the middle of a damn pandemic. So what's so great about working in 30-day windows is that it allows you to pivot a little bit more easily because you aren't in too deep. You are moving things forward, but you're moving them forward in smaller windows. So when shit hits the fan, you know, you're able to say, okay, let's revisit some of these goals and make some changes without feeling like you've wasted too much time, too much energy, and too many resources on things that may not matter anymore. So in March, when shit went down, I was able to say, okay, let's go back and revisit those personal and professional goals and make some edits. What still makes sense and what doesn't. And by the way, final disclaimer here, I'm kind of doing this mid-year anyway. So usually in like July or August, I go back to the beginning and I say, you know, and the great thing about this planner too is at the end of every month and at the end of every week, it has these little check boxes asking you challenging you to go back and look at those yearly goals. You know, are you making progress? Do they still make sense? Are you on track? And so you're always checking in with yourself and accountability is everything. So usually in July and August I do a vibe check, right? I kind of reset. Like am I making progress? Have things changed? And do these goals and priorities still make sense? And is it time to make a pivot? Now, the pandemic forced me to do that in March earlier than I would have, yet I'm kind of checking in with myself every year, mid-year, just to make sure I'm still rolling to the right beat. Okay. So after you take a look high level at your year, you kind of move into month number one and you pull some of those goals out and put them into that month. There's even a monthly challenge every month for you to get out of your comfort zone a bit. And then you take those monthly goals and break them down into weekly tasks and actionable goals. I mean, this is how you move forward day by day, week by week. And then at the end of the week, you review and set up for next week. I would highly encourage you to go follow Ink and Volt on Instagram. You can learn more about the planners, watch videos, YouTube this, watch how people are using their planners. I have actually recorded videos on my YouTube on how I use the Volt Planner. I'll link up to it in the show notes if you need something a little bit more visual. But Ink and Volt is a great organization to follow because they're not only sharing how to use their planner, they're sharing really great resources to help you stay productive and in forward momentum. And we got to remember, fear hates this. So this is why these tools are so powerful. Final note here on the Vault Planner before I move on to the High Performance Planner. I want you to know, I dedicate time each week on Sunday mornings, like I write it into my Vault Planner. Every Sunday, it says Vault Plan so that I am scheduling time to plan out my week. This is a commitment you need to make to yourself. I get asked all the time, Does goal-focused planning work? Does the high-performance habit planner really work? Does vault planning really work? Yeah. If you'll work, you have to be willing to do the work. So schedule time to do this. It usually takes me about an hour to map out my week every Sunday. And a little bit more time than that when I'm starting a new month, because there's a bit more to map out when it's a new month. But it's one of my favorite times of the week. I make coffee, I light a candle, I play some music, I get out my stickers, and I go to town. I mean, I love this time. I cherish it. And it's become one of my most treasured rituals in my week and in my life. So Okay. I know what you're thinking. You're pumped about the volt planner. Let's do this. But how does it work with the high performance planner? And why are you using two planners? I'm kind of stressed out. Okay. Don't worry. It's not that confusing. It is not stressful. I promise as someone with high anxiety, trust me, I am not trying to put more stress in my life. I'm trying to take it out of my life. And these two planners help me do that and they'll help you do that. So here's the scoop. The High Performance Planner by Brendan Bouchard. Again, it's linked up in the show notes. Let's break this down. So if the Volk Planner is like your yearly goals broken down into 30-day windows that you break down into weekly plans, then the high performance planner is your daily zoom lens. It's like you zooming in on your iPhone to get a better look at something, right? The vault is strategic. It's the big picture. And the high performance planner is you focusing the lens. It's you getting laser focused. It's the, what are you doing today? Today, fear boss, to make sure your big, dreams and goals become a reality? And how are you, my friend, a part of it? It's the, what are you doing today to inch things forward and be productive while not losing sight of your dreams, yourself, and your big goals. And bonus, there's even an evening journal component to this planner that is equally magical. So let's break down how this planner works. The work in your high performance planner really starts the night before you go to bed and PS, this is huge because it helps you sleep better because it gets your to-do list for the next day and all the tactics you need to do for the next day out of your head and onto paper, which reduces anxiety and induces better sleep. So every night before snoozing, I grab my high performance planner and complete the little evening journal section. There are six questions and spaces to reflect. It's so easy and lovely. Questions like, a moment I really appreciated today was, or something today I learned or realized was. Another one, I could have made today even better if I. And then number six, I love this question. If I was my own high-performance coach, I would tell myself this statement about today. Oh, it's so good. So after I've done those evening journaling reflection questions, I quickly grab my Volt Planner and lay it side by side with my high performance planner and plan out my day for tomorrow. So remember my Volt Planner, I've got my week already mapped out, but then I take, say tomorrow is Friday, I'm going to sit down tonight and look at tomorrow in my Volt Planner and pull out the priorities if they still make sense, and slap them into my high-performance planner. This way, I'm planning out my day for tomorrow, tonight before I go to bed. Then in the morning, I wake up, I reopen my beautiful high-performance planner and fill out all the prompts. And by the way, when you open it in the morning, you just open the book and it's two pages. That's it. And on the left side is your morning mindset journaling prompts. On the right side is your evening journal. And in the middle are your daily tasks with each hour of the day lined out. And at the very top are some really beautiful questions, like what is today's message to myself? What are my top three goals and priorities? What must absolutely be done today? And who is someone I need to lead or connect with today? And then on the left, just like the evening journal, there's some morning mindset prompts, like what is one thing I can get excited about today? How can I get outside of my comfort zone today? Hello, fear experiments. Who could I reach out to and show appreciation to today? A situation that could stress me out today could be this, and how would the best version of myself handle it? How would I know today is a success, et cetera, et cetera. Then I go about my day sticking to my schedule, taking it one task and one hour at a time. Again, disclaimer, there's no perfect day. Sometimes things are going to get moved and rearranged and canceled and flipped on its back. That's okay. Give yourself some grace and make an edit. The goal, the big goal is that you're taking time every morning to set your intentions, not only for your workday, but for yourself. I also have an I am power statement practice. And I've made this part of the planner. This is something that Brendan doesn't include, but I write it into the bottom of the high performance planner on my day in focus, right? So there's a little space at the bottom with these cute lines. And I write in that space, my 10 I am power statements, because I believe what follows I am will be. So if you're waking up every morning and you're saying things like, I am never going to find a job. I am never going to make it through this pandemic. I am horrible with money. I am never going to find love. I'm horrible at losing weight. I am out of shape. You will be. You will be. But if you can flip the script and start telling yourself what you believe to be true about yourself, you want to be true about yourself, and that you dream to be true about yourself, you will be. And so these I am power statements are 10 declarations of self-love and and independence that really Jedi mind tricks you into where you want to go and who you want to be. So every morning I'm saying things like, I am healthy and disease-free. I am wealthy. I am always getting better. I am safe to relax and receive. And you know what? Every now and then you got to dream a little big because if you're not dreaming big, you won't even get close. So have some fun. When you limit yourself, you become limited. So I'm even writing things. And back when I used to fly all the time, I was like, I am always flying first class. I am a New York Times bestselling author. Now I'm a bestseller and I haven't hit the New York Times yet, but if I don't call it, how will I even get close? Right. So have some fun and put a couple I am power statements in there that scare You a little bit. But the point is, are you telling yourself where you want to go? And every morning, it takes me under two minutes. I write down 10 I am power statements no matter what. And then on the section to the right at the bottom, I write three gratitudes every morning, you know, three things I'm grateful for. The bottom line is this these planners work together so beautifully to fire up productivity, to help you achieve your goals, and to keep you moving forward. And here's the deal you want to be a fear boss. You want to live a braver life. Yeah, me too. Yet what you really need are the tools, the confidence, and the high performance habits that are going to get you there and keep you there. These are my secret weapons. So as a recap for your boss, my Vault Planner is used annually to set big picture goals, monthly to advance those big picture goals every month, weekly Every Sunday, every Sunday morning to plan out my week and nightly as I use it with the high performance planner to map out the next day. Then my high performance planner is used daily every morning to set intentions, write my power statements and keep my day scheduled. And each night I use it to complete the evening journal prompts and set up the following day. Side note, personally, I don't use my high performance planner on Saturdays and Sundays. It's kind of a Monday through Friday thing for me, but my vault is weekly. I use it every week. So I'm looking at my Monday through Sunday all the time in my vault planner. So if Boss, this is going to require some work. It requires you to take a look at these planners, do some work, watch some videos, order one, take it on a test drive, see if it works for you. And it requires you to develop some new habits and the discipline required to make this effective. But if you want a different life, a different career, etc., you have to be willing to do things different, period. Okay, some final thoughts. In order to set you up for success, here are some things that have helped me. Number one, yo, schedule this. Schedule time to do this. I literally write into my Volt Planner every Sunday, time to Volt Plan. It literally says Volt Plan so that I know every Sunday before I work out and before we go to brunch, I grab a coffee and set up my week. Number two, get your squad on board. Like my husband knows this is my ritual. He knows on Sunday mornings when my door in my office is closed that I am in here with my vault planner. Like that is my hour every Sunday morning to get it done. And I'm such a happier human and wife and person once I've gotten that out of my head and onto paper. And I just, you know, I get really pumped for the week. So everybody kind of knows this is what I do. And he supports me in that process. He goes to play with the dogs. He takes them out, feeds them and all that good stuff. Cause I like to get it done right away number three remove distractions listen I get it some of us have insanely hectic households especially with everybody home and schedules being disrupted listen I get it I have three stepsons two dogs a husband and life is crazy like things are happening all the time. So remove distractions where possible to make this work for you. Go outside, sit in your closet. I do that a lot. Uh, if you have an office with a door, freaking close it. Put a sign on the front of the door that says, don't bother me. I'm working on my bolt planner. I have blackout curtains that I put over my door. My husband like hung up these little nails and I hang blackout curtains over my door because my doors to my office are like these French doors with windows. So when those blackout curtains are up, it helps for noise with podcast recording, but I use them and I throw them up when I'm working on a project so no one can see in here and everybody knows like, don't come in my office when those are up. Um, But maybe you go to the library or sit in a park. Either way, uh, make it a plan based on the weather, but remove distractions because once you are distracted, it's hard to get refocused. Get up an hour earlier, number four, if you've got to, if you've got a crazy house, get up early and do it. Set your alarm 60 minutes, 30 minutes earlier and get that quiet time. And number five, set it all out the night before so it's ready and waiting for you. I open up my planner, I get out my stickers and my markers, I have the matches and the candle, everything's like ready to go. So that, it's like setting out your workout clothes, right? I set myself up for success so when I walk into the office, I don't have to waste time getting everything out. Okay, Fear Boss, there you have it. A sneak peek into some of my favorite morning rituals and really a sneak peek into the two planners that have absolutely changed my life and keep me performing at high levels. And I really hope you learn something new and I hope you feel ready to tackle those dreams of yours and turn them into goals with action. And I wrote about this in my Fear Boss project workbook. It's a quote I, I put up. It's like, listen, you know, dreams are for fairy tales and princesses. And listen, I love me a Disney princess, okay? But goals... Goals are for the hustlers because goals come with action-based steps. Yes, you have dreams, right? But those dreams will never become a reality if you aren't brave enough to sit down and do the work, the work required to turn those goals into action-based reality steps that will move you forward, inch you forward day by day. Now, this was a lot of information. So if you have any questions, please shoot me a DM on Instagram at Judy Holler or send an email to hello at Judy com. I'll be happy to help. Uh, and also, I can't wait to be here with you next week for another episode. So tell me, what do you want me to cover on the show? Talk to me again. Send me your show ideas. Uh, jam with me on Instagram. I'm always hanging out there. I'm the one on my DMs. So talk to me there or email me again anytime at hello at Judy holler.com. In the meantime, until we meet again next week, stay brave and keep experimenting with your fear. Well, hi there. It's me again. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so damn glad you're here. And if you loved this episode, which I hope you did, my hand is on my heart, please don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And if you're feeling a little extra boss today, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a review on iTunes so more fear bosses like you can find this podcast. And better yet, share this podcast with the fear boss you love and encourage them to listen. For more on me, my work, and my keynotes, you can visit me at j u d i h o l l e r. J-U-D-I-H-O-L-L-E-R.com to learn more. And this is also where you can sign up for my newsletter. It's called The Fear Boss 5, and it comes out every Friday where I share five things I'm loving, learning, and reading. It's one of my favorite things to do. And if you love this podcast, you're going to love the newsletter, and you can sign up right there on my website. My book is available at most of your favorite book retailers, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, airports, all the things. So search me up on google or type judy holler into amazon and grab your copy last but not least you can always come hang out with me on the social media instagram is my favorite place to be i'm on instagram at judy holler j-u-d-i-h-o-l-l-e-r i'm also on facebook Facebook facebook.com forward slash fear is my homeboy and twitter as well at judy holler until next time fear boss keep experimenting with your fear and stay brave